This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle bells. Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show. <laughs> With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. The Joe Ingles Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joe Ingles joins us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Leasing your handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Joe, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? We are doing well. We are doing well. So, before we get into all the basketball and that, it's uh, it's Thanksgiving. People here are looking forward to the holiday, the long weekend. People watch a lot of football and a lot of jazz basketball. Now, we've already been over this. The NFL and college football don't really do it for you. You're more an Aussie rules football kind of guy. Have you gotten into the Thanksgiving holiday now or not really? Uh, not really. No. It's going to take a while. Extend, oh, <laughs> it's going to take a while before you absorb all our American holidays. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just um, not. I don't know. It's not how we, how I obviously how I grew up. We've we've got the some holidays that are the same. Um, when I played in Europe, I would go to like one of my American teammates' houses sometimes. Um, and for me, it was just like kind of eating like a Christmas dinner again um, or earlier. Um, and then I guess the only thing that has changed a little bit is our, our nanny is American and she's very into the holidays that you guys have. Um, so Renee, being Renee, um, tries to help her enjoy it because she's uh, away from her family and stuff with us. So, um, we have done it before. Um, obviously, we're away this week, but um, yeah, it's not a huge. I'm not like losing sleep over how excited I am for Thanksgiving. Is there anything in Australia that equates to it? Not really. No. What What are your big Australian holidays? Um, we have Australia Day, which is obviously a wonderful day. What day is it? January what, what? 26. January 26. I knew you were going to come and think I didn't know when it was, and I do know when it is. <laughs> um, is that Independence uh, Day? Is that Independence Day? Kind of like our Fourth of July. Yeah, when we were kind of founded. Yeah. Um, okay. We don't have a movie, Men in Black, about ours, but. Um, and we have another one, Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas, which um, it's kind of like, it's probably my favorite. You um, basically have all the leftover food and stuff from Christmas, and everyone, so you go to whoever's house for Christmas. The next day, Boxing Day, you go to someone else's house and kind of eat all the leftover food it's basically a continuation of Christmas um, there's a big uh, cricket cricket match on Australia versus someone which is always uh, usually when Australia was really good at cricket kind of one of the best games to watch but um, yeah it's just kind of I guess it extends Christmas in a short version of what it does or what it is 
So, uh, Thanksgiving not being that big for you, obviously, because of your Australian background. How about the Americans on the team? How much do they like, actually, or dislike having to be away because you guys are going to be on the road this whole week? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it sucks. Sacrifice playing in the NBA. There's a lot of stuff we miss, and um, me obviously being from another country, there's a lot of stuff I miss from back home with with friends and and family. Um, yes, the good thing is they could fly their family out if they wanted to or needed to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still. I mean, it still sucks. Kind of thing. It's just one of those things you uh, you have to sacrifice. Joe Ingles joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, we got a lot of f- feedback from Jazz fans after the Milwaukee game. You know, everybody watches the same game, but everybody sees it, you know, 10 or 20 different ways, depending on what they're looking for and what they're watching for. But I'm curious, aside from breaking any of it down, how you felt after the game? Because I think there is a consensus that you lost, and obviously losing is bad, and yet at the same time, they thought the way the offense worked, maybe the chemistry's getting better and guys are getting into a flow. Certainly the team shot the three pretty well, and so it felt a little different offensively, so they're encouraged by that. I wonder how much you come away encouraged, discouraged, based on the way the team played and the result. Um, I guess it's a, it's a tough one, I think. I think you... Um, there was little signs here and there and um, uh, of us kind of playing a bit better or, or whatever, but um, a loss is a loss kind of thing. Um, obviously, like I, I kind of say all the time, we'll we'll take some good stuff, we'll find some, some bad stuff, and we'll obviously fix it and try and work it out for, for the next game. But, um, yeah, just the, the way the, that we played... Um, I mean, having Tony Bradley in there to, to start the last couple of games and the, the way he's played has, has been unreal. He's um, probably waited and maybe, who knows, waited maybe a little bit too long for an opportunity depending on um, the guys we've brought in and stuff. But obviously the situation with, with a couple of injuries he's got to start and he's, he's, he's proved that he, he can play in this league. And um, so he, he's been huge. It's been, it's been really cool for our team to, to see that because we like I've said a lot to, as well we obviously see him every day and see the work he puts in and um, he, he's a really good basketball player and so for us to see him play really well and, and playing really well against good good competition too um, but at the end of the day we, we still lost the game so we've we've got to figure some things out um, even if we won we, we would be saying the same thing but yeah we'll, we'll go in today um, this morning and have a have a little practice and, and then head off to, to Indiana and um, yeah obviously try and get another win there. So I think collectively this is the probably the best game the bench has played and it seems like all the guys were so active and so aggressive in the mindset you included and Yang and obviously Moutier and, and Green. Uh, what's it going to take to be able to have that effort from the bench consistently? Um, I think it's yeah. I mean, the more we, the more we play together, the more uh, we are going to get used to each other, and um, and that's just not the bench, but the starters and the me coming first off the bench or whoever it is. So um, the the more we play, the the, the more comfortable we're going to get. I think we, like you said, the, and 
maybe last night kind of looked and felt a little bit better. But I think the last few games, you, you start to get a feel of each other a bit more. And like I said before, with, with what other guys, their tendency is what they want to do. Um, where they're looking, where they're... Just, just a lot of things that when you play against someone, you don't... Um, I guess get to see um, or, or do so. Um, yeah, I think we 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 were confident. We 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 try to be aggressive and as uh, that kind of second unit, and uh, we we obviously making some shots helps as well. But um, yeah, like I said, still a lot to improve on, and we'll we'll watch it today and, and figure it out. You know, there's some stuff, and maybe you shouldn't talk about it because we're getting too deep into it, and you don't want to. But there's some stuff I think. Um, you know, you've referenced before, you know, you're not shooting the ball the way you want to. You're certainly not shooting it the way you have the past few years. And I was talking to some people who said, well, he's not getting the shots where he gets them, those corner threes. He's just deadly, but they're not leaving him right now. He's not open there very often, and so the team's doing other stuff because of that. And in that Milwaukee game, there was a, you, were in, you were in transition. It wasn't a true two-on-one or anything like that, but you kind of beat them up the floor, and you got open. And Bogdanovich tried to throw you the ball, and it got batted out of bounds. And his frustration over not getting you that open three, uh, it was totally visible on TV. And it makes me think, that I guess that's one of the things you're talking about, the little things you guys have to iron out. Because his frustration made me think, well, this is a point emphasis. He knows that's a good shot for you. You're not getting it very often. He just couldn't get the ball past that last defender. Yeah, it's, um, I remember, remember the play and um, – uh, I think, yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I would. I would hope that my teammates aren't overthinking, um, trying to get me the ball or trying to. Um, I, I, obviously, you guys know me. I just want to. I'm going to play the game and let it come to me and try and get a feel for the game. And um, obviously, I, I haven't been shooting um, well this year. I've I've been figuring kind of that out on the fly of. Um, my role and, and how I can be aggressive and how I can obviously help the team win at the end of the day. Um, the the last thing I want is the other guys on the team to be um, not worried, I guess, but um, focused or over-focusing on, on me or trying to get me the ball. Um, I know Mike, Mike has, has made a little bit of a point of, of his when I come in with um, him at the start, he, he tries to run something for me in the last couple of games early. And um, last night he ran a play that we used to run last year all the time, and I got a shot. I think it was the first shot I got. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's great that I've got great, great. Uh, but I definitely don't want them overthinking, um, trying to get me the ball or trying to get me a sample of, like you said, where I've had lots of shots kind of previously in previous years or whatever um, but it is nice that you have teammates and like you said Brown was frustrated with that I think if that was anyone else if that was Quinn Snyder in the corner ready to shoot he would have been frustrated passing it to him so if he if he hadn't got it to him so um, Brown's a, a competitor and I think just just him not being able to kind of complete that pass was was frustrating enough Based on your experience in all the teams and all the leagues you've played in, how long does it take, you speak of that overthinking, before it no longer is overthinking, everybody's in sync and it just flows together naturally? Man, I got, it's, a, it's a tough one because I guess um, 
as boring as the answer is, you just don't really know. Um, I think with obviously like we've talked about with the turnover of, of personnel that we had, um, it was always gonna it's always gonna take time. Um, you can uh, I think the guys we've got and the way we play makes it easier. Um, but you just I mean, you're figuring stuff out all year. I think yeah even the last two games we we haven't really played with Tony but like if we were in this amazing rhythm and then and Rudy and Ed are out and now Tony's in it's, it's different again because Tony's completely different to what Ed and what Rudy are um, so yeah I think you I think you're constantly learning I think what we had what the benefit what we had kind of last year or two two years and probably even a bit longer two and a bit years um, with just that consistency of, of personnel and um, there was a lot of injuries too, so we were constantly kind of bringing in new guys. I think kind of that by the end year, and we were, we were in a really good rhythm because we we'd been together for so long. Um, but I mean, it's really it's really hard to put a, a time on it because you just don't know. I think it's just going to naturally evolve, and um, obviously, you want it to happen sooner than later because. Uh, you don't want to get to the end of the year and still trying to work things out um, to, to that depth. Um, you, want, you want to have that stuff pretty pretty well down by the time the playoffs come around. So I'm curious at the end of the game, um, there was a quick comment. Uh, he didn't spend a lot of time on it, but he kind of mentioned it in passing. Um, Quinn Snyder said, you know, in the last possession, I'd like to go a little quicker, maybe in a chance to extend the game, get extra possessions and all that stuff. Um, and then I heard Donovan say, yeah, I didn't go quick because I was trying to see if I could get it to uh, Boyan as he slipped the screen, which I'm of the opinion the way Boyan is shooting, if you can get him a pressure shot in the last two minutes, yeah, why the heck wouldn't you do that? Um, are those the kind of small things, and those decisions have to be made, you know, in an instant, are those the kind of small yeah. things that you got to work out over time, which thing to prioritize in the crunch when it's one key possession? Yeah, um, I think We've definitely talked about some things, and um, I guess it's tough. You can at training camp, it's hard to, and even in games too, it's hard to simulate last minute, last thirty seconds, um, up five, down five. There's so many different situations that you're in, um, or could potentially be in, um, that you just don't have time to. We're not going to sit there for four or five hours and go through every situation of ten seconds, five seconds, up one, down one. Um, we've got plays and different actions for those times um, for certain things and if we want to get a three or a two or what we're looking for sometimes it's, it depends personally uh, on, on the personnel um, but yeah it's those things that you're going to keep figuring out I guess on the way because you, you, the only I mean the best way to simulate it is obviously in a game and um, like you said it's such a quick it's a half a second um, and you've got to be able to make the right play. Uh, and if you do, maybe you win more games than not. If you don't, maybe you still lose the game, but you, you've made the right play. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really tough one. You obviously, and that's why you, you watch film and we, we do what we do kind of on days like this when you've, you've played a game. We, we go there and we work on some things and maybe the last 10 minutes or something, we're, we're doing our kind of breakdown or whatever of... Um, a situation or a play or because of last night and, and 
with those comments of, of, of Donovan and stuff, we might go through stuff like that today just to, now that we've experienced it and um, we obviously lost the game, so there's there's things to work on. We could go there and, and have a look at it and work on it and, and obviously you don't want it to happen again, so get it, get it as good as you can so when you're in that situation again, you can um, obviously hopefully succeed with it. How close were you the other night of actually chucking the ball at the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about this the other day, uh, yesterday on the plane. Um, I was I was ready to throw. <laughs> he dropped it and I grabbed it and I like put it like kind of put my arm backwards or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Put my arm back to throw it. Right. As I did that, I was like. Yo, where the hell did the ball go? <laughs> Donovan had it. Donovan, Donovan was really funny because he came over and he was like, as he grabbed it, he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but no, I was, I was throwing the ball. I was ready to throw. <laughs> a tight spot. I was more than happy to take a technical foul. Okay. It seems like, like in the moment, you get into it with other guys, but and maybe it's like just and. Australian good nature or something, it seems like you just shake stuff off and you're not actually mad at guys long-term, even if you want to say something or do something during the game. But I'm wondering, all these guys you get into it, when you see them again, are they still mad at you about whatever happened last year or two years ago? Or do you basically, they all let it go to and you guys are laughing about it the next time you see each other? Um, I've probably had a few, <laughs> I guess a few on both sides. Um, I've had guys that come up to you right after the game and, and just enjoy um, the, the competitive side of, of wanting to win a game and um, you're both obviously out there doing whatever you can to win the game so it's, I mean like I've said before, it's, for me it's never personal it's never, uh, I never go into a game intending to do anything um, sometimes things, well probably a lot of times things, <laughs> things do happen Um I mean, I got a technical last night. It was, it, it was what it was, and for me, it's I wake up, or not even wake up. I get to the the siren goes off, and I've forgotten about it. Or five minutes after the play, I've already forgotten about it. Um, some guys are different. Um, I'm sure there's a few guys around the league that that don't like me. Um, definitely, definitely not going to lose any sleep over it. Um, but yeah, it is for me. It's it's just a part part of me playing and a part of me trying to win a game. And um, if they're gonna lose sleep over thinking about me, then good on them. <laughs> well, Joe, since this is Thanksgiving week, and we know it's not a big you deal, give for... me something. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to give you what the best that I can give you. I wanted to sincerely thank you for coming on all these years. You don't have to do it, but we really appreciate it, and we look forward to, to it every week, and I know the fans do. So in all sincerity, I just wanted to thank you for doing it. I appreciate it. And like I've said before, I obviously thoroughly enjoy it. As silly as you two old men are, <laughs> it's it's something that no, I, I like you said. I, I do really enjoy it. I, I enjoy chatting to you guys. Um, you guys make it obviously very, very easy to come on. And um, I think the coolest thing about it is just that uh, the regular, the regular average Joe, um, which is pretty much me, just doesn't really get to see what what it's really like 
what our lifestyle's like, the, 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 what the coach is really saying, or, or whatever the little thing that we can, we can try and help with. And um, if we can try and help that and give the fans a, a bit more and what they deserve, and um, I'm here to do it. So I'm, I'm glad it's been a fun, bloody hell, what, five years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of Thursday mornings. <laughs> I've, wasted, I've wasted a lot of time with you guys. More to come. You know, you know, it's funny, though, Joe, because you are willing to step beyond the cliche. And I mean, we talk a little basketball, but you talk about the other stuff, too. And it, it's been like six or eight months now. But the end of last season, we were talking about how you never have summer. And one uh, and a jazz fan just brought that up with me last week, and they love that you talk about that kind of stuff because it's a little thing. But they were thinking, I really love summer, and Joe doesn't really get those eighty-eight degree days very often. He's just his life is winter. So you know, you, you connect with people like that, and it's it's awesome that you take the time to do it because a lot of people don't want to. You want some uh, you want some breaking news then? Yeah. There's a very very. I'm not going to say hundred percent because I don't would never want to do that because there's a chance that I do, but um, we're, we're probably going to stay in Utah this summer, more than likely. Um, one, for the kids' school, and um, I don't know who saw Renee's Instagram post yesterday, but Jacob's been doing unbelievable in, in his therapy here and loves where he goes, so that's obviously a, a big reason. Um, Miller actually loves her school as well, which if you if anyone has kids and your kids love your school, it's um, a very good thing and you're not trying to move anytime soon um, and just for the four of us really to, to have a summer to enjoy it and um, I'll have Olympics so we'll have to go back at some point for, for training camp but as much time as we can we're gonna we're gonna stay in Utah this this summer so that'll be fun all right well thank you Joe and happy Thanksgiving even if it doesn't mean a lot to you <laughs> appreciate you too and everyone else out there all right Joe Ingles joining us Every Thursday, except for, you know, when holidays and travel schedules dictate he pick another day of the week.